Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, all right, all right. Uh, welcome to another edition of After Hours with Defoe and Luby. Jeff DeForest, Mike Luby Lubitz here on Believe Network, B-L-E-A-V. And the people at Believe are firmly entrenched. I believe they will be our ticket to uh, Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas. As yes. uh, we find out that uh, they are a major presence on Radio Row out in Phoenix, Arizona. The game going to be in Glendale, uh, just a few miles up the road. And, and in hot demand right now, I mean, uh, this guy... He just has nailed every Super Bowl forever, including the lone voice for Denver yep. in that fable Super Bowl that we talked about on our morning show earlier, where Luby had $50 on Denver on this man's advice. Yep. And uh, the guy that was hosting our Super Bowl party had like 20 dimes on Carolina <laughs> in the game. And Luby could not find it in his heart to suppress his his zeal as uh, it looked like he was going to cash a ticket, insulting this guy as he was scarfing down a very expensive catered lunch at the palm uh, unbelievable on uh, this guy's dime uh we welcome brandon lang who, who is uh, uh what's the record now at i mean uh, you were on a streak of like 27 straight super bowls or something like that brandon no, how are no. you let's uh let's be very transparent let's be very honest for your for your audience um i was 25 and 3 for my career going for seven in a row two years ago when i was in miami and it was Tampa Bay and Kansas City. Mm. And I knew Tampa Bay had the better offense. I knew Mahomes had a little turf toe. But, but, but Kansas City was the – I'm sorry, Kansas City had a better offense. And Mahomes had a little turf toe. And I just felt like Andy Reid, being the solid coach that he is, would know that he couldn't block Tampa Bay's D-line with two weeks to prepare with his offensive line. Yep. And that he would do some creative things in the pocket, maybe move the pocket shorter passing game, get the ball out of Mahomes' hands early. But since Andy Reid's kid decided to drive off the fucking freeway on ramp, <laughs> off ramp, fucking kill somebody, Andy kind of lost focus to where he needed to be. I mean, his one kid committed suicide and yeah. his other kid's killing people yeah. off the off ramp. And yeah. so uh, getting drunk in the middle of the day and Andy wasn't focused and went into the Super Bowl and didn't make one in-game adjustment whatsoever and they got slaughtered 31-9. So he personally took his fist shoved it so far up my fucking ass and buried me and uh, essentially ended my streak of going for seven in a row and we ended up being 25 and four um yeah. last year's super bowl when you break that down um i really felt the rams defense was the right side of the game they were dominating then odell beckham goes down and then in the third then you had the missed extra point because the fucking holder can't hold on to the snap which put the game on three rather than four in the second half of that game, the first play of the third quarter, T. Higgins pushes off on Ramsey. No call. That's a touchdown. They turn it over uh, and fumble, giving Cincinnati possession in their territory, and they kick the field goal. The Rams' uh, Cincinnati offense did not pass midfield in the entire second half of the game, and the game fell on three rather than four, where you could have got the push by it for four and a half to four. And I lost that Super Bowl. So I've lost two in a row. I'm 25 uh -oh. and five. The only one that I feel I was on the wrong side of the game was the Tampa Bay KC Super Bowl where, where, where Andy Reid 
took a Louisville Slugger baseball bat, not not the thin <laughs> handle in, but the big handle in, and said, B-Lang, bend over, because I'm going to shove this motherfucker so far up your ass with no lube and make you fucking bleed, because oh, I am a God. fat fuck, and I have not missed a meal since Christ came back 2,000 years ago. And when I go to Vegas, B-Lang, I'm banned from the Wind Buffet, the Bellagio Buffet, and every other fucking buffet in Vegas <laughs> because I am a fat fuck. And everybody calls me a great okay, coach, but at the end of the day, I am not a great coach. I'm an average coach who the only thing I care about is fucking eating myself into a food coma and trying to coach a football game. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is where we're at with Philly and Casey here, the Super Bowl in Arizona. <laughs> So then you can't go for uh, that. Absolutely classic. The only prop bet I, I, I'm pretty convinced, I don't know where I can get action on this, uh, that uh, I can hit is, uh, and I'm not sure how many pounds they're going to give Nick Sirianni, but uh, who weighs more, Andy Reid or Nick Sirianni? And uh, you have Sirianni, I guess, uh, getting like 75 pounds. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe 75 and a hook. I, I'm not sure, you, but uh, I, I think I can hit buy. that. I'm just going to go with Reid all the way on that. No, you gotta. If you're gonna, if you're gonna go with Sirianni, you need to buy buy it up to one fifty. <laughs> you'll be a little less. <laughs> there you go, bro. And then hope Andy Reid doesn't take a dump that so morning. Andy you know, Reid doesn't take in. a dump that morning, or 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 eat like he's going to the electric chair before the weigh-in. Uh, More likely the, the latter, yeah. So, anyway. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, Brandon Lang, I mean, Brandon Lang, tell us how you really feel about yeah, exactly. Andy. <laughs> exactly. So well, what's great is, uh, you, you like? know, <laughs> and I know how things tend to blend together, having done like a zillion interviews, one after another, uh, yeah. conducting interviews at Radio Row. But listen, and guys, maybe, guys, it, it, I'm, can I'm you distinguish where, where you're at? I mean, in terms of what, what material, you know, you can go with? Because you're going to well, be doing like a zillion interviews yourself on the various still. radio stations. Yeah. I'm very, I'm very transparent on it. And yeah. I, his one kid did commit suicide. His other kid is in jail right now. Yeah, I get it, but I'm not afraid to tell the truth, and I'm very unfiltered. It's got me in trouble sometimes, but, but people call yeah. this guy a great football coach. He had some ungodly Philadelphia teams with some ungodly defenses, and yeah. he got to one Super Bowl. That was against New England. He had the better team, and he sat there and literally watched Donovan McNabb throw up all over himself, yep. literally in the first yeah. half, two red zone turnovers. And then in the fourth quarter, they got the ball back down 10 with five and a half minutes to go. And they went on a drive that took 11 days, 17 hours, <laughs> 21 minutes. And you're sitting there watching the clock tick, tick, yeah. tick, 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 tick. The commentators are saying, why are they huddling? Yep. And granted, they did convert two fourth downs. They did get the backdoor touchdown and cover the number for me. But it just showed as a coach how clueless he was. And then in the San Francisco Super Bowl, he coached like garbage yep. for three and a half quarters. Yep. And then finally, they, they he gets he gets bailed out by Chris Jones. He gets first of all he gets bailed out on a third and sixteen from Patrick Mahomes, who basically threw a punt pass to Tyree Kill on a post corner where he got to the corner and waited for seven days, eight hours, and 21 minutes. And Mahomes threw up a quail, and that led to a touchdown. And then on the next yeah. possession, the Niners have third and four at midfield, and Chris Jones deflects a pass that was going to Kittle, who was wide open in the middle. And then they go down and kick a field goal. And then on the next possession, uh, San Francisco, Grappolo misses the, what's his name, deep. And then on the third down and seven, He's got Samuels wide open, and Chris Jones deflects it again yep. and hands, hands Andy Reid a Super Bowl win on a game he had no right winning. And then the Tampa Bay Super Bowl, which I have so eloquently explained to your listeners that he was lucky. He showed what a bad coach he is. So Andy Reid's not a great coach. He's an average coach. 
but everybody's on their knees sucking this guy's dick and finger in Patrick <laughs> Mahomes' ass because they think they're the greatest thing since sliced bread. I mean, the whole world wants to suck Patrick Mahomes' cock. He might as well just send a, put up a cockpit on the New York Daily News and say, this is what my cock looks like. Now everybody get on their knees and fucking suck it for the next six minutes because everybody thinks I'm God and loves me and my curly hair and everybody wants to just pet me on the pedestal no. and my sprained knee and my gimpy this, gimpy that. Wake up the fucking gimp. The gimp to sleep will fucking wake him up. I mean, you know, just let's just go ahead and, and anoint Patrick Mahomes and go ahead and, and, and take his cock and make a make a whatever the porn stars do with their vagina. Let's just do Patrick Mahomes as cock and sell it online. It, it may actually replace at the uh, Museum of Art there in Philadelphia the Rocky statue. Yeah, absolutely. A, a giant so, homage to the uh, penis of uh, Patrick Mahomes. If uh, if they stick it up uh, Philadelphia's ass. All, all right, I'm going to be in Atlantic City, and that's Philadelphia stronghold type of territory. Probably see a few guys that uh, maybe were in charge of the money that you borrowed uh, on the streets uh, years back uh, that, that might be looking for a payment or two. Um, I mean, is there any case? I mean, it doesn't sound like you're a big fan of Andy Reid and the Kansas City Chiefs in this game. <laughs> no. 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 I will not let that. I will not let that smelly fat fuck bend me over <laughs> and fuck me in the ass with his four-inch penis again. <laughs> Because you can look at Andy Reid and know his cock's about five inches. You can tell he ain't, yeah, got, he yeah. ain't got nothing. If he could find it, he, he needs got, a periscope he, to find it. Absolutely. When, you, when you're when you so fat, you look down and you can't see your cock. You're, you're, you're going to be, yeah. you're going to eat yourself into happiness because you're just yeah. a depressed human being. And the only reason why Andy Reid coaches is because he's got no life. None. So he just coaches. And people anoint this guy as a great football coach. For me, breaking it down, I made the mistake with the Casey Tampa Bay Super Bowl. I was on the wrong side. There was nothing I could do about it. The, 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 the Tampa Bay D-line was just too overpowering. And at the end of the day, when you break that down, it's, it's, it's the offensive line of the Eagles, the defensive line of the Eagles. And when you have that big an advantage in the trenches, yeah. when you literally have that big advantage in the trenches, <clears throat> you immediately got yourself on the right side of the game. And if you look at Casey and their body of work this year, first of all, they were the worst point spread team in the NFL this year. They only covered four games the whole year. That's first and foremost. Second of all, if you really break down their schedule from an objective standpoint, don't hate on them. Just be objective. Like, I'm hating on them because I, I think Andy Reid's a fat fuck, and I'm just telling the truth that he can't coach. That's first and foremost. Secondly, when you look at their schedule and they look at their season, they realistically should have lost to the Chargers both games. They should have lost to the Raiders on Monday night. They probably should have lost to the Texans, who they had to go to overtime yep. to, cover, to to win 30-24. And if you really break down and dissect both games against Denver, if Russell Wilson wasn't too busy cooking crack and was cooking games, <laughs> they probably should have lost to Denver twice. So yeah. when you look at this team, they're really just an average football team. The Jags had them on the ropes, couldn't close the deal. You give Joe Burrows the ball back with his defense gave him the ball back twice in the last seven minutes. And if you went to Zach Taylor and Joe Burrows at the beginning of the game and said your offensive line is going to play like garbage the whole game, but you're going to have the ball in a tie game, second and two, on your 37-yard line with six and a half minutes to go, will you take that? Zach Taylor said, take that. I'll let a tranny bang me in the ass all day. I'll take that. That's exactly what he would have said. And what did Joe Burrows do on second and three? He had the check down to Havenhurst for the first down. He threw long. Fuck yeah. it, I'm Joe Burroughs. I'm going for broke. I'm, I'm Joe Burroughs. I'm smoking cigars, wearing meek jackets, and banging hookers, baby. I'm Joe Cool. I'm Joe Cool the man. I'm, I'm the man. I'm Joe Cool. 
third down, what do you do? Through deep again instead of taking the check down. You take the check down, you pick up the first down. Now yep. the clock's at five and a half minutes, and now you're first and 10 at your own 45. Yep. And now the world's your oyster. Now you're looking at winning the game with a field goal. Yep. So then they punt, they get the ball back again, and they get it out there. And then yep. and, and that drive ended with a sack. So then they punt, they miss the block in the back. So you got that going for you. Then they get it out to midfield. And then on that third down play where you had the personal foul penalty, the defensive in Hubbard rushes upfield and sets the edge. Mahomes steps two two steps up in the pocket. The inside pass rush has got him. He's got nowhere to go. Oh, wait a minute. Hubbard takes two steps inside with him, and he goes around him. Nice job, Hubbard. You threw your boy under the bus who then gets the personal foul penalty. Hubbard doesn't yeah. do his job or the game goes to overtime. So, so listen, I get it, but at the end of the day, Jalen Hurts is 9-0 and straight up against winning teams this year. Mm. He's 16-1 and as a starter this year. All the guy does is made plays all year long. He's only turned it over four times this entire year. Philly's going to be able to run the football. I don't give a flying fuck what anybody says about that D-line of, uh, of the Oh, Chris Jones. Chris Jones' name wasn't mentioned once in the broadcast against the Jaguars. Chris Jones did nothing. And then he had a great game He's against Cincinnati's nice, offensive line, and people want to get on their knees and suck his 13-inch black <laughs> uh, uh, death row cock. Okay, let's get on let's get on our knees and let's while we're at it, let's suck Mahomes' cock and Chris Jones' cock. Everybody says he's he's just the greatest defensive lineman in the history of the NFL because he had a great game against the worst offensive line we've seen in, in years in Cincinnati. At the end of the day, good luck. You know, Liam Neeson in the first taken movie. He says, <laughs> I have a special set of skills and I will hunt men like you and I will find you and I will kill you. And the guy goes, Good luck. Well, guess what? <laughs> Good luck to Casey's offense, defensive line. Good luck to Casey's offensive line. Philadelphia wins this Super Bowl, and I will be shocked if it's close. Mm. Philadelphia wins the game 31-20. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, I'm kind of hoping, because uh, I know you have another interview coming up here in a couple of minutes here, because you're, you're out there on Radio Row in uh, Arizona, that, that you're on a Kansas City radio station in your next uh, you know appearance all here I, uh, coming see, up in a few I minutes do, no all i say to them is i'm like go oh, listen you guys let me ask you this guy and then i've done two casey stations i said who's got the better offensive line i'm like well philly i just got the better defense line i'm like uh philly i go so philly has that advantage i said the game's going to come down to Mahomes versus Hurts, and if Casey can turn Hurts over, they're going to win the game. I got to release the Super Bowl in like four hours on my website at brandonlang.com, and I really don't know because it's so hard to go against Mahomes. You guys got so much magic with him. He's such a great kid, and the State Farm commercials, and we just love yeah. him. And, and, he, and how to, what's there not to love? This is what I say in their station. What's there not to love? I mean, you just I love the guy. He's great. <laughs> and, you know, he's got a great girlfriend. He's got a He's got a kid on the way, and got Andy yeah. Reid winning that Super Bowl a couple years. I'm so happy for oh, Andy. Brilliant. Yeah. And uh, they they they, co- they covered they covered the number for me, and and so <laughs> I just got to figure who I trust. Am I going to trust Jalen Hurst or Patrick Mahomes? And it, guys, it's just so hard to go against Patrick Mahomes. We love him so Good thinking. You even dropped in, and Andy might have lost a few pounds. Yeah, yeah. Um, we love you, Brandon. I know you got to run, man. We appreciate you taking time to be with us here on After Hours, and always. Uh, Special occasion, and we are going to come running out there to uh, yes, Las Vegas next year. So uh, for sure, let's uh, we'll do a little radio row and strip club uh, tour. Also, let's give you the one prop that I love. Okay, you ready? Okay, beautiful. Yes. yes, Kenneth Gainwell. He had forty-seven yards rushing against the Niners. His over/under rush yards for Sunday 
are 19 and a half. Minus 120 on the over. Let's take Gainwell over 19 and a half. And if the Kansas City Chiefs cover the Super Bowl, and fuck me, I'm going to get arrested (laughs) in Vegas. I'm going to go to jail. I'm going to find the biggest, smelliest, big cock black dude I can find in, in jail. I'm like, bro, pull it down. Give me all 15 fucking inches. Just make me feel the pain of how much I hate the Kansas City Chiefs. Just bear, just, just, just right now. Just, just let me grit my teeth. Give me something to bite on. Just go. Just, just, just make me feel the pain of the Chiefs and Andy Reid. Feel it. Feel it. <laughs> Enjoy it. All right. We love you, my friend. Thank you very much. Brandon Lang, ladies and gentlemen. One of a kind. All right, I, I, imagine if his next appearance is on a KC radio station. Oh, my God, and, I uh, love. You know, he, he loses control there, talking about Andy Reid and uh, how he got uh, screwed that in various, he, uh, you know, situations with Andy. Has to have control because he's not. Like, he openly is honest <laughs> all the time. Yeah, w- once he gets rolling on the Andy Reid stuff, I mean, uh, there's just no stopping him. I love it. That's, that has to be great, yeah. But you know how that goes, right? I mean, you're on Radio Row. You don't want to insult the two guys that are, you know, so graciously introduced you and are allowing you to promote your website and all of the other stuff that well, you do. He's not going to say all the stuff he says with us, but he can be yeah. honest and say, look, you know, you guys know your deficiencies, you know? like Right, but unlikely to refer to uh, Andy Reid as a fat fuck. <laughs> no, he, well, it's Radio 1. And reference this kid that's in jail that's and the other one that committed that suicide that as if it was, you know, a couple of, uh, you know, distinctions, uh, you know, to put on his resume. That's the um, leave out of it, yes. All right. All right. A lot of fun, uh, Louis. Uh, Brandon Lang, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yes, tomorrow, sir. if you're inclined, we have our Degenerate Friday show yep. on South Florida Live. You can subscribe to that. That would do us a lot of good. Yes, please. And uh, you might find it entertaining also as uh, we go through the week. And I uh, have a little uh, two-hour session uh, every morning from 7 to 9 Eastern. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, tune into that. Uh, I don't know. I mean, uh my faith in the Chiefs went, went uh, you know, badly. I mean, it is badly damaged here. Uh, I'm against the ropes taking a beating in the yeah. thrill in Manila here, uh, you know, uh, late rounds. Um, yeah, because, I mean, uh, that was a very compelling case that uh, Brandon Lang made for the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, j- just shrug off all of this Chiefs magic, he's saying. Because, uh, you know, it does seem like they're going to have to pull some kind of rabbit out of the hat, you know, to, to win this game, no? Based on... Conventional wisdom, which is better offensive line, better defensive line, and almost everybody concedes that that's the case. Philadelphia holds the edge, both categories, Mr. Greg Cosell. What do you think? They do. No, they do. But it's not like the Chiefs have garbage there this time around. Yeah. The Chiefs' offensive line is vastly improved, and the Chiefs' defensive line is vastly improved. Their defense was pretty good uh, in a ballgame against a very talented Cincinnati offense, although the the Cincinnati offense was stymied uh, in in their playoff game against the uh, Baltimore Ravens. By a Ravens team that had a badly compromised uh, offense, right? I mean, they got very lucky to win that game uh, and, and move on into a position to play uh, the uh, Chiefs for the chance to go to the Super Bowl again. But uh, had every chance to win that game. There's no doubt about it. And, and uh, Brandon Lang is absolutely right. I mean, the, the Chiefs hovered in so many games. And, and uh, fortunately for them, they ended up on a winning side of all of these close games that, yeah. you know, take a team, uh, you know, and instead of being 14-3, and three, that they end up like, uh, you know, 10-7. and seven. Could have been just uh, just as uh, you know possible for the Kansas City Chiefs the way they played this year. All right, uh, that's going to do it for us. Uh, thanks, uh, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, we'll uh, catch you again very soon here on Believe, and uh, we're definitely cashing in on that business of being out there for uh, Radio Row. Now that we know that Believe has a uh, solid foundation there uh, right in the middle of the room. And so uh, for Mike Luby-Lubitz, I'm Jeff DeForest saying uh, whichever side you're playing in the Super Bowl, 
Enjoy the party, and you got to believe. Hey, folks, Tony Segreto here. Let me ask you a question. What do you look for when you go out to eat? Good food, obviously. Friendly atmosphere, not too loud, but good energy, reasonable prices, and a place where you feel comfortable. All those ingredients, <laughs> no pun meant there, are hard to find unless you're talking about the Texas Roadhouse. You see, they encompass all of those attributes. Really, really good food. Amazing atmosphere. Good for a family. Good for a date or just a night out for yourself. And prices that will make you extremely happy. Their ribs unmatched. Steaks hand cut every day. Everything, and I mean everything, is made on site, including their incredible bread. It's the one day, folks, that you can forget about low-carb diets. Trust me when I tell you, Texas Roadhouse, your restaurant, your destination, when you say, where should we go and eat tonight? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.